at all times was going through a rough time. That's like telling the president he got to stop being the president. <laughs> like he still got to be the president. Right. Yeah, that's 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 running rampant. Um, but I think it's natural though. So um, I spoke to someone this week and they they felt stuck, right? And they were like, well, yeah, this is what I help my clients do. You know, so how, and then it's like, you know, charging high ticket. And then there's that in, inner voice that kicks in that starts challenging you, right? Your your worthiness, um, your qualifications. And like, how, how can I confidently get on a call with somebody and, you know, throw out this, this quote unquote high number, um, knowing good and well what's happening with me behind closed doors. So we had a very good conversation uh, around that. Um, I know this I was your client, a client. Yeah, we'll just put it that way. Yeah, uh, somebody that actually um, came to came to a call, and um, I had to talk them off the ledge, right? <laughs> so, but I, I, it's not the first time I've heard it, and I have actually felt a way in the past as well, early on in my journey. Um, but I hear it come up. It, if not every month, once a month, every other month. Um, so it's something that I think needs to be addressed and hopefully will will help at least one person that has um, chimed in to listen listen to the You Get to Choose podcast. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's good. Jennifer, you look like you about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, tell me in maybe one phrase, what we what we talking about today? When you feel when you going through some shit, what is it? Cause I heard worth. I heard like in the midst of like storm. So tell me real quick. I so I think it's kind of a two part. Like, uh-huh. should you be trying to serve clients if you if your life isn't a hundred percent the way you want it? And then how do you continue to if something happens? Like if you already have clients. Cause some people feel like, well, how can I coach a client and my bills still do? Or should I be coaching the client because my bills are still do? That's just an example. The angle that I'm talking about is when the coach is experiencing the same, um, I don't know if setback is the right word. that's the same problem that they coach people through themselves. Oh, specifically the same right. thing. Like, yes. Got yes. it. Okay, that's different. <laughs> oh, but you're supposed to. That's the assignment. Okay. But everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't clap right. back like just like that. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay. like, oh no, I get the willies. Like, what's going on? I'm gonna be found out. Okay. Right. Imagine if some of the greatest CEOs in the world had decided at one point I'm not good enough to service my customers. If Jeff Bezos in the garage had just said, you know what? I am not good enough to deliver these books, <laughs> right? We wouldn't have Amazon. You know what I'm saying? So uh, like Jen said briefly, you know, it is part of the assignment. You're going to go through some stuff. You know, I, I remember just being upside down financially, still coaching people on ads, even though... <laughs> even though I flipped my stuff upside down trying to run ads, right? But I think that qualified me more to be able to teach you because I'm like, listen, I know exactly what to avoid on this journey. 
Um, and I think if we focus more on that, you know, uh, we wouldn't be so concerned that, you know, that we're not in the right space at the moment to serve people. No, you absolutely are. You just got to like, uh, just focus on the assignment for sure. And, and I don't think experiencing the challenge that you're coaching on disqualified, like experience it's levels to challenges. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like you said, Mike, your challenge at your level is different from the challenge at on the level that the people that hired you. Like your upside down is probably totally different from them crying about fifty dollars. Right. So I think I think it's levels to the challenges as well. Um, I I appreciate working with people who experience challenges. Like when I hire people, because mm -hmm. it's, it, especially if it's a challenge that I'm like I didn't even know that could happen. Because yeah. now they can help you navigate it if you ever get there. I don't think. Um, I don't I don't think it's wrong. I just think you, just, you have to be mindful of where you are and then where the people are that you're coaching. Mm -hmm. Like if I was coaching email marketing and I never sent the email. Right. That's different from right. right now. My open rates might be a little shoddy. I'm testing some new things. But once I get it back to where it is, then I'll teach you mm -hmm. this new strategy. But I can always teach you what I know works for a fact. That's 100%. Like that. that aligns with what um so how i was able to talk to client off the ledge um this week and it was a matter of one like if you are positioning yourself as an expert in solving this type of problem that you are now experiencing like in real time use your process on you this is a good time for you to vet what it is that you're teaching other people right to walk through and work through for their transformation and i said what that also affords you is an opportunity to see where there may be either chokes in your system or opportunities for refinement because you're living it. And then here was the kicker that set the thing on fire, the conversation on fire. I was like, what you're going through right now, use it not as a self diminishing or self limiting um, occurrence, but turn it into content because you're actually feeling literally in your body, in your soul, what your clients are feeling. So you don't have to think about it or remember, like turn the pain into content. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's going to resonate in a, a way that's a little bit different than your typical content because like your soul is in it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's all about perspective, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. I, I always say like, um, if I'm like really frustrated and I really like I'm avoiding something, I'm like, you know, who? what part of my team or who can I invest in right, to, to help me get through this challenge right now? You know what I'm saying? Um, so every time I feel overwhelmed, it's really never that serious. All I got to do is delegate a few things and I'm like, okay, all right, let's get back to reality real quick. Wasn't that serious? You know what I mean? So what team member or who, who can I invest in to help me through these challenges? Um, I think that, you know, we start thinking a little bit more CE level, right? CEO level. Um, you know, how to, how can I delegate? How can I get some stuff off my plate? Um, and then to help you deal with whatever it'll help you deal with whatever you're dealing with so much easier now. I believe. That's so funny you said that, Mike. So I just finished "Be Your Future Self" now by Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and he got another book that I heard someone we all know. They told me to read this book earlier this year. It's called "Who Not How." Mm -hmm. 
going through a challenge, your question should be, who can help me with this? Not how do I, I get it done? So that that's that's perfect. Yeah, yeah I just don't say this stuff again. When we start. Uh, we're, recording. we're not recording right now, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm keeping this part too. Now, now that, that what is the question? What are we talking about? To beat all of mine for all of the years that I've ever done that. Now I know we normally do a like a like a huddle kind of, you know, like a. You ready? Oh, <laughs> like split. I seen when he did it too, but it's fine. <laughs> Shit. All right, y'all. <laughs> she said, "Y'all just gonna say all this." I love it. This is it. This is the podcast. It's raw. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, what I was about to say, I forgot. But no, did that. So what? What? What else did you find? Like in that moment of coaching that client, that you felt like this, every coach needs to understand. If this happens, like it's not normal. I don't even know if that was a real question. That it is. If it does happen, that it is normal. I follow you. Um, I think it's just a, just a, a reminder that to expect it, as opposed to being surprised and feeling self conscious when it does happen. Because who better than you to coach people through whatever it is, right? Whatever the thing is that you help people solve um, or work through, than you as someone who's gone through. I might hit the nail on the head earlier, or maybe what you see that's what there's levels to it. There's levels to a, a problem. So if you have already conquered or scaled the first mountain, right? You know what that looks like. You know how to get through it. You know, you know what feelings to expect, etc. Now you're on to the next mountain. While the people who are coming behind you are just trying to scale the first one, so you can help them with that. But you're always, if you keep doing the work, you're always a mountain or three ahead of them. So I think it's to be expected, but I don't think that that is something that is shared or even taught on the front end of creating your own like coaching pro- uh, practice or program mm-hmm. um, or business. It's like you're helping people solve a problem. And a lot of time the positioning on a digital marketer, um, it looks like you got it going on. Mm-hmm. You got all that, right? All is well with the world. Meanwhile, when you turn that camera off, when you log up out of that social media account, all hell could be breaking loose. And the people that are watching you on the screen would never, ever know unless you get in your bag and become transparent and be a human and share not just the highs, but also the lows and how you're working through them. You know, not necessarily victimizing yourself. But it's like, listen, when I when I'm cut, I believe just like you. But let me tell you something. I'm not rolling in the floor like. <laughs> suffering in silence, you know what I'm saying? I'm patching it up or finding the best person to patch it up, like Mike said, right? Mm-hmm. That suffering in silence thing is it's real. Um, but it's also a a moment of honesty for coaches, like, you know, do you have a coach or coaches? Mm-hmm. You know, or are you sitting on your throne and wanting people to want your services mm-hmm. when you aren't um surrounding yourself with the right support and the right accountability to manage your performance, but also to be a safe place for you to land um, where you can be as vulnerable, open, honest, and transparent about what's really happening um, to unpack it and then put yourself back together so that you can go out 
and get what you came here for. It, it mm. is different. Yeah. Mm. That's real. <laughs> I wish y'all could see everybody's faces. <laughs> if we ever say this thing on the road, people people think it's funny now. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's, oh. it's it's a good topic though, because I, I think most of us like we deal with stuff while we're handling clients, you know. Um, but I think it's more it, common it, than people think, right? You know what I'm saying? And I think it's more, and when you're actually helping that person, you know, you just forget about all the other stuff that's going on. You know what I mean? Because this is what I do right here. You know what I mean? I get to run away from all this other stuff for a hot little 30 second coaching session or whatever it might be, or getting into some ad accounts. And, um, and, 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 and if you're not going to hire somebody to help you get through it, you know, work your way through it. You know, uh, I know Dre, he used to tell me, you know, everybody know Coach Dre, he used to say, you know, just simply serve your way through it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's a that's a real deal thing right there. You know what I mean? I was just gonna say the craziest thing that I've learned about myself anytime I'm going through a rough patch, whether it's personally or business-wise, I feel better when I help somebody else. Mm -hmm. like, I just do. Like I if if a friend is like, this ain't the day, I'm like, all right, come on, let's let's kick it. Like mm -hmm. I feel worse when I'm just doing nothing. Like mm -hmm. I have to find I have to find a way to add value to someone else, whether it's personally or professionally, when I'm going through any type of like mm -hmm. rough patch, wilderness, whatever we want to call it. If I don't find a way to add value, that's when I start feeling like, okay, this is this is a little rough. But when I like I in March, when we did the boot camp in March, y'all didn't know, but we all probably did because that was not too long after the car accident. I didn't, I, I almost was like, I'm not coming. <laughs> like it was life was that upside down and i'm like you know what no nah. and i came served for three days and felt amazing so yeah. you 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 definitely have to don't disqualify yourself because you're going through a rough patch at either what you're teaching or just period you just got to figure out a way to pay attention to how you feel when you're doing certain things and just do more of that you know, Jen, in, in, in terms of like, would you call that self, would you call that giving yourself grace as you're going through these challenges? Absolutely. And that yeah. was what I was about to share. Because um, as cliche as it sounds, experience is the best teacher. Mm. So being able to speak to something from a place of actually being in it, because what sets us apart from a lot of different coaches is we are in the trenches. Right. We're not on the outside looking over. Right. We're in the trenches, sending the emails, looking at numbers, convert, looking at numbers, not convert, dealing with the crazy clients. You know what I'm saying? All the stuff. So experience being the best teacher, I've always looked at it as you are the most qualified when you're going through the same shit that your clients are going through, you know, because you have a different spin on it. Because, of course, I can give you my perception of something based on my you know past experiences but when i'm living it that data is so raw and that's when the transformation happens and being able to give yourself grace and focus on the main assignment right the main assignment is transforming people's lives if you get caught up in your role in it 
and not really recognizing that you're the messenger that God is using, you'll be stuck. So like I firsthand am the queen of like, I ain't doing this shit no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But it's like, no, reel it in. What is the lesson? What is God? What is God guiding me through mm. so that I can help more people? Because that's essentially what we're here for. And it's it's important. Like what you're saying is truly important about making sure that we do give ourselves grace because for whatever reason, we're so hard on ourselves, right? And it's like, we have to put ourselves in a position where even when we're in the midst of the shit that we recognize that it's going to get better and mm-hmm. we are the best qualified. Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with someone and it was like, well, why do you think you're the best in this position is because I've lived it, right? Like I don't just coach teachers from the outside. I'm still in it. So my perspective is valid because I'm not just saying, I promise you kids that are riddled with trauma can learn, can listen, can love. I promise you, I'm not just saying it, I'm living it. Mm. So it's, it's more for me, it's, it's powerful when you can speak from a space of experience. And I'm not saying that if you don't have the experience, you're not qualified. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't count yourself out if you're in the midst of a storm. Mm. You know? Yeah. You know what? I think I just figured out what we should call this particular episode, Coaching While Stuck. <laughs> that's good. Because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I think something else that's also um, key, especially for us coaches of color, right? Just our DNA and how we're wired, right? We're resilient people, mm-hmm. like genetically. Um, and we we are wired um, in a way that's easy for us to take on a whole, whole lot and still push through. Yeah. Like when we don't have to. And so there's there's something to be said for having enough self-awareness to know, like, even in your body, when enough is enough, when it's too much. It's too much for you to carry yourself, like, when you might need outside help that looks that comes in multiple forms, a therapist and a coach for you. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a leadership coach, whether it's a performance coach, coach whether it's an executive coach, um, there is you, – you need – you need to definitely keep an eye on um, or be intentional about rounding out your personal board of directors. It's just, and it's just, this who we are. You know, mm-hmm. I'm reading, oh, I wish I had the book up here. Um, I've been reading it probably for over a year now because sometimes it gets so heavy, but it's a book by Dick Gregory. And he's talking about basically like black history, mm-hmm. um, but not through the, the watered down versions that um, are normally taught, right? And he talks about no matter what figure in our history he brings up, he finds a way to say, now look, this person came from nothing, right? And look how amazing they were. Look how much they did, right? And it's just like, it's 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 in us. Um, I got to find the name of that book. And I look at it every day. And it's only because I want it right now <laughs> that I can't think of it. But for definitely for us of color, though, it's a it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, um, we'll perpetuate some behaviors 
that are are self-deprecating and it's it's, it's not good because we're playing especially if you're playing the long game right Mm. And that brings up being willing to be vulnerable with your clients and building that solid relationship with your community that you don't feel like you're showing up as an imposter just because you're going through the same that they're going through. Because when you think that you're not qualified, you show up less than, right? You show up in that space of feeling like you're not qualified. So when you are vulnerable and because I have conversations like, y'all, I might be empty, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to let the Lord use me, right? So making sure that you're authentic and vulnerable. And as long as you are authentic and vulnerable with your audience, they are going to embrace you however you show up. But when you start doing that, that fake shit where you're trying to act like you on top of the world, a hundred, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not authentic because he said something earlier. Life is like always happening. There's just different degrees of it and mm-hmm. how equipped you are to handle the storms when they're presented to you. But making sure like, and that's the thing, when you decide to do this work as a coach, if your superpowers are not authenticity and vulnerability, you're going to crash because it's mm-hmm. only bullshit can only go so long. Yeah. You know, and and if you have people like us in your community, you're gonna be looking like a <laughs> <they> fraud. <laughs> fraud alert. <laughs> <laughs> so just making sure that you real with yourself first. Don't get in front of nobody until you're real with yourself. Yeah. And that's why we always talk about the importance of personal development. Yeah. Because when you put yourself on that state on that stage and everybody's watching. Show up as who you are because it's going to slip out. Mm-hmm. It's always slip out. That's real. That's real. I love it. So what, what are some practical steps, you know, one would take in order for them to continue to coach and overcome this challenge that they might be having? Focus on the facts. Mm. You know, feelings will take you out. Right. Um, do you know your stuff? Right. Are you an expert at this, even though you're going through mm. what you feel like your clients go through and that you coach people through yourself? Right. Um, have you overcome this before? Right. Do you have the blueprint or not? You know, or not. Right? <laughs> right. Like on the facts, like your feelings, feelings are fleeting. Um, but the facts are the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, the facts are the facts. So that's that's something that's just. That's a, a, a not a knee jerk, but something that'll kind of like get you, whip you into shape really quick, right? When you really focus on the facts. I love it. I would say identify, be clear about what area you're quote unquote struggling in. Like, what is it? Is it per? Is it something personal? Is it something business related? Like doing that uh, honest self assessment. Because if you lie to yourself you're not going to ever get the help you need. So do the honest self-assessment and then determine like what's the priority. And once again, who, who can help me with this? Now we all know some stuff can't nobody help you with God, <laughs> but, but even being yeah. honest about that. Cause like sometimes you got yourself where you are, but you got to be honest about it in order for him to even help you out. So um, the, the self-assessment is huge. I think at the beginning, once you're once you identify that you kind of like you're not in your sweet spot no more, 
you got to. But you know what? Oh, my bad, see. No, go ahead, D. Um, something else, though, that I really, really chin check that inner imposter is looking at your body of work. Like in this space, especially in like if you're developing your business, it's like you do so much in addition to serving your clients. And we talked about this in a previous episode, right? Like from biz development, sometimes you find yourself doing more biz dev than you do coaching in seasons of, of growing your business, right? But when you really look at the many boxes that you checked, the things that you've done, big or small, people say there's no small wins. I disagree. Like we have... What are the adjectives? Big and small for a reason, right? It depends. It's subjective. But the, the, all of the things that you've done, big and small, right? The, especially the things that you're proud of, look at your whole body of work um, and not just this, this season that feels tight and constricted where you're feeling less than and incapable. No, you listen, you're a beast at what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, and you got to own that. Even though you Bobby. feel low in this moment. What'd you say, C? Okay, you I'm talking, talking to you. Use me, Lord. Use me. <laughs> but no, it's it's real. I have a journal um, and a, a, a mentor slash coach I used to work with. I think this was something that she had us do one time. And it was like, look at your whole body of work. Right. But write out the things that you've accomplished. And I went back to my career with the bureau and mm. I was just like, yo, I'm a badass at what I do. Like real talk. You know what I'm saying? I've done some amazing things. And while I'm in it, and even when I look back on it, I don't really give myself the credit that I'm due. It's, you know, high achiever type A issues. But when you really sit with it and you see it in black and white, it's like, and I'm over here like sweating this. But the thing is, no matter what has come my way, I always figure it out. It might be by myself, me and God. It might be he sends someone my way. It might be a coach I'm working with. It might be my a mentor that has the blueprint. It might be the dream team. I'm like, y'all was good, you know, but I always figure it out. So that's the fact. No matter what I what, what I'm faced with, I always figure it out. And so just resting in like your truth, especially based on the patterns of your, your lived personal and professional experience, this is just a challenge, right? Do you always figure it out or do you always give in? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Because it's one or the other. And you can look at your life and, and be able to answer which one, like which road you normally take. It's definitely one or the other. Listen, I'm preaching to myself too, because I told myself this last night. I'm trying to figure out how to um uh master a, a different social media platform that I've you know I played on recently, but um I'm like, yeah, I've been playing. And so something something happened. I was on the somebody had a live teaching, and I so I pulled up three times this week. And I was like, you know what? It's something that happened to me last night. I said, you know what? This is not, it's not easy, but it's not rocket science. And I legit told myself, I always figure it out. So like, watch out world. Cause here I come because I've decided, <laughs> I've decided like it's up from here. And so like, I'm not playing with it anymore. And then thinking about everything that I've done, I legit went through this myself last night. And I'm like, listen, it hasn't happened because I haven't been serious about it. But whenever I lock in, it's over. Every single time. That's funny you mentioned that because that, I mean, I, y'all saw the post I sent to the group yesterday. That's how I've been feeling about YouTube. And I'm like, you know what? Let me stop playing. Number one, after yesterday, I'm like, this is way more comfortable for me 
than posting random videos on Instagram. Cause I get mm -hmm. to like teach. So it was mm -hmm. like, it took in at first I was like, this is about to take me forever. So jumped on the call, somebody helped me do the thumbnail in Canva. That was like five minutes. Did the video. I'm like, what about all the editing? And somebody I know they was like, just put the video out. You can start adding like the pops up pop-up stuff later. And I'm like, well, what do I record a video in? They like record it in Zoom. It took me 12 <laughs> minutes to make a nine-minute video. I messed up like twice at the beginning, but I'm like, oh, I could do this all day. What I can't do is, is make reels all day. So mm -hmm. even like figuring out what feels good for you and then like leaning into that. And it's something else I'm about to double down on that I started years ago. Just writing articles. Yeah. I write Man. articles about my expertise all day. And the direction that I'm trying to go in, those are the type of the types of content my my new ideal client like to consume anyway. They sitting in the back of the car with a driver reading. They not really life flex. Yeah. I love the way <laughs> you like, said that. Yeah. And the other but day, I, I was like, I knew, I was like, I need clients who need tax write-offs. Yeah. <laughs> but like making that making that decision, that's good you said that because I'm kind of the same way. And my sister told me that she was like, once you decide and stop playing all stuff, she's like, you always figure it out. You just yeah. gotta make the decision again. That's dope. But it's it's kind of I feel like I'm starting over a little bit, but it's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Like on Canva, I'm like I do not like design and stuff, but it it felt good to be back in the trenches. Nice where I'll be for a minute. <laughs> she served her way through it, yeah. She served her way through it. But it's, it's nice, right? It's turning yeah. out all. You know. Well, I can't I, even think of the words to say, but yeah. Mike, ask the question again. Because my sister's right here when um some practical steps. Okay. Okay, we were feeling like we stuck. They were going in. Bible study. Every time I say something, something else downloads from it. I'm like, I know that ain't the damn question. I know when the Lord is using you, gotta flow. But uh one thing I will say, and and I want to say DNC touched on this in some capacity, is like having D for sure when you mention your board of directors mm -hmm. like the people that y'all keep around you is so important because there are times when I will wake up and feel like now nah, I'm not gonna do it I don't feel qualified and then I come into this space right with you guys and you're always reminding me of all the things so if you can't be your cheerleader, you got to have at least three to five that can always be your cheerleader. And I make sure like God is doing something in my life right now where he is removing people organically. Mm -hmm. Right. We ain't fussing. We ain't fighting. We just going about our business. Right. And it it's reminding me that, OK, the people that like I told my friend this morning. I don't want level one friends because I'm not a level one friend. Mm -hmm. I am always level five. If I ain't going to beat nobody ass for you, 
I don't need to go nowhere with you. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? I want level five or acquaintances. The happy Thanksgiving text, the Merry Christmas text, right? <laughs> like, the happy birthday text. But if I ain't, what she said about you, <laughs> then I don't need you around. So you got to be mindful of the people that you're keeping around you because we have to be poured into. We're constantly pouring into others. So we have to be poured into. So you're going to run into those moments where you have your imposter syndrome and you don't feel like you're the best and you don't feel like you're the prettiest or the whatever, but you're going to have your board of directors that are saying, you got this, you know, you come through every time. Like I was reading something I did. I was looking at one of my results of another disc assessment I took recently. And one of the things says is that I'm not good at follow through. And I started to actually accept that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? There are areas where I'm not good at following through. And it's like, no, that's actually bullshit. I'm not good at following through shit I don't want to do. <laughs> that's it. You feel what I'm saying? Because I've been in education for 17 years, operating at a high level. I've been in this space in coaching for X amount of years. Operate, you know what I'm saying? So it's not that I'm not good at follow through. It's making sure that I spend time where I want to spend time. So if you're in a space right now where you're feeling stuck, one, know that that's a lie. It's just a pause, right? That's the world, God, whomever, whatever you believe telling you, it's time for you to reflect. And I'm going to have to put the brakes on because you are about to go nowhere fast. So it's not about being stuck. It's about keeping the people around you who are going to lift you up when you can't carry yourself. And that's where... That's if you look at people who are successful, they're not doing this by themselves. They are not, you oh, know. So your board that. of directors is powerful. I love that. What are the distractions? What are you running from? What are the distractions? What are you running from? Right? What what are those things that are stopping you from doing the required work? Get rid of them. One at a time, right? No rush, one at a time, but you got to identify them, right? Um, what are you running from? You know, why don't you want to um, be successful? And I, I say that because it, it was a few weeks ago, I was sitting here and I'm like, yo, I got everything in place. Like this thing can really do 100000 a month, right? That's scary. <laughs> there really is. That's all, Mike. Yo, that's scary. Like for somebody who has traditionally had money problems and you like, yo, everything is in place. This is a real possibility here. You know, you can kind of see it, you can feel it. That shit's scary. And yeah, that's when you start to go into some self-sabotage, right? That's mm. you kind of go the other way because that's what you're used to. Um, but I'm just here to tell you, what are the distractions and what are you running from? Once you identify them and put them to the side, um, you know, you'd be really happy with the results that follow. I think something else, something else practical, and this is a part of actually my framework that I, um, my blueprint that I, I use with my clients. And it's like step one is pause. Mm -hmm. Like everybody wants to get the clarity and figure it out and hit the ground running. And like, I couldn't disagree more. Um, mm. Pause. You've been looking at the thing for so long. You've been beating your head against the wall, hopefully figuratively speaking, uh, beating yourself up, you know, internally. And it's like, walk away, go do something different. Use a different part of your brain, right? And it feels counterintuitive. It feels like you're not using your time to the best of your ability, but you need 
to do something different, right? In order to help you see from a different vantage point. And you just gotta clear, you gotta clear the chatter, do something that causes you to literally to use a different part of your brain. Like I don't care if it's go, mm-hmm. go to an art class, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do axis, do something. It requires you to think, but not about the problem that you're trying to solve. And when you mm-hmm. finish time or doing whatever you've been doing, right? Then I guarantee you probably when you're on the way home, the light bulb's gonna come on. Or when you're in the shower that night, the light bulb's gonna come on because you've done something um, intentionally, right? To clear some of the clutter and some of the noise. So for me, like the practical thing is like, listen, pause. That's good. Because people don't understand how everything is working together. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? So if your romantic relationships are a hot mess, that's probably going to impact different areas of your life. So you have to, what you're saying, the is super important because for me, what comes up for me when you say pause, what comes up for me is the opportunity to get back in alignment. Because a lot of the times when you lack clarity, when you're indecisive, when you're all over the place, you're not in alignment. God is going one way and you veered off, you know? So it's, so that is super important because if you think about what happens when you're physically imbalanced, right? Like if you stand up and you take one of your feet up and you bring it up, if you don't have balance, you're, you just might hit the ground. And that's how I look at life. What's my mental state like? What's my emotional state like? What's my physical state like? What's my spiritual state like? If all four of those things are not balanced, you're off balance and your ass about to hit the ground. (laughs) You know, so you got to make sure that you're not looking at yourself as a robot. We are not robots. So it's not just work, 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 work. You have to tend to your heart. You have to tend to your soul and your mind and all the fun stuff. So that is very powerful, making sure you take a step back. Like somebody hit me up and was like, damn, I ain't seeing you posting no more. I'm in my season of pause, baby. I hear that. Why are you saying like the, like the MC that only come around once a year? I, I just been working, baby. MC <laughs> been traveling, baby. Because <laughs> people like, your videos are so inspirational. Right. But when I'm running on fumes, I'm going to start talking crazy now. <laughs> so I got, you know, I'm in my season of pause and, and I and I love it here. Um, and, you know, this is a whole nother podcast episode, but it's like, that's why it's important to make sure your finances are in order before you start these businesses. Yeah. Right. These people telling y'all to quit your job. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Right. So because I'm comfortable and life is good that I'm not in a rush. Right. Like I'm competing with me. I'm not competing with those other coaches out there. We in a whole different league, you know, so just making sure. And and that's why this holiday season is important. And and it's not coincidental that we have this time off. You know, everybody's going to be off in the United States next week. Everybody's going to have an opportunity to kind of, you know, well, mostly depending on what your line of work is. But um putting yourself in a position where you do take a step back. And like Mike said, what are the distractions? What are you running from, right? What is your big why? What helps me continuously do this work that I do, even when I'm in my seasons of stuck, is my why. 
those students out there that I want to have a better experience, those teachers out there that I want to have a better experience. And if you keep your why in the forefront of your mind, you don't get caught up in the extra stuff, you know, because the the assignment is the assignment. So, you know. So listen, y'all, I want to, you know, we're kind of on a roll now and I get excited when I see um, new reviews come in. So we got a new review from Faux Alexander. What's up, Faux? Oh, she nice. says, um, it's hard to read the title, but I think maybe it's the truth missing in the in the market. I don't know. I can't see it. Um, it won't show me the whole thing. But anyway, Faux gave us, gave us a five-star review and says, I love the full transparency and honesty of this podcast, and I wouldn't expect less from these coaches. Not often do you get to hear behind the scenes of what it's really like to build a coaching business, especially post-pandemic. Keep sharing because so many of us resonate with the challenges that no one else is honest enough to share. Fo, we appreciate you, sis. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody, be like Fo. Leave us a review. Rate and review. <laughs> like and share. Subscribe. All the things. All of them. 100%, 100%. I love it. I love it. Well, it sounds like um, episode six is wrapping up here. Really well, anybody gotta, you get to choose moment of the week? I ain't segue into it smooth. Like oh, uh, yeah. Any, anybody got a moment this week where they felt like, you know what? I just chose. <laughs> you know, the time, the weeks are going by so fast. It's, they are. It's, it's I can't thick. even like. What what happened on Monday? That's that's literally why I'm on Friday. Like, what happened this week? My goodness, you know, it flew by. Um, what what comes up for me is just um, evaluating my relationships and mm. choosing me, right? Mm. Like, I'm not in the business of the one sided relationships anymore. I'm not in the business of being the only person that's watering this relationship. Mm. Um. And when you're such a giver and you love supporting people, you end up finding yourself in those situations more often than not, right? Because you're not even thinking about you, you're thinking about them, right? It's like, okay, no, it's all, it's cool. I, I keep calling, I got it, whatever. But then it's like, no, 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 no. I'm in a season where I have to choose me. So I'm, I'm, when it comes to my relationships and my friendships and all that stuff, it's just like, Choosing you matters because like I stated earlier, your circle is going to impact your business. It's always going to impact your business. So if you have all these dead relationships that are going to pull you down, you're, it's like it's like trying to run with shackles on your ankles, mm -hmm. right? Like you might, you're going you're gonna to move forward, but you're not going to get there faster than somebody else and you're making all this damn noise, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, Thinking about exactly. yeah, with the shackles. Right? <laughs> so it's like thinking about in evaluate in your relationships. Do you and and I get it. It's not always 50-50. Sometimes it's going to be 80-20, but as long as that role changes, right? But just making sure that you're not sacrificing yourself for other people, other things, money, whatever. Making sure you choose you because your mental state, your emotional state matters in order for you to be able to pour into your clients. And that was like, my moment this week was just like X, Y, and Z. Um, I'm not going to say the word, but they got me messed up. 
<laughs> I was like, everybody is not going into 2024 with uh, Jen the same way. Somebody ain't making cut. Yeah, boundaries for sure. They're not even making it into December. <laughs> <laughs> please get off the bus right here. At this, this stop, please. <laughs> I got something too for this. Um, mm-hmm. So I recently made a decision to play a bigger game, like in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a decision that, not that I've just made like recently in the past like couple months, but it's a decision I find myself consciously making every single week and almost every single day um, because I am expanding into a different version of myself that is required for me to realize and actualize um, the more that I desire in my business and who I desire to be as far as when I show up in the marketplace. So much so yesterday, I made like a literal game time decision to go to a social a networking event um, at a local chamber of commerce. I've known about the chambers for years. Mm-hmm. Never, never had a desire, right? Um, and actually, my first interaction was a few weeks ago when I was invited to be a keynote speaker. And I was like, oh, I like the vibe. You know what I'm saying? I like the energy. Um, and I definitely want to tap into it because why not? My clients are there. You know what I'm saying? So I went and I networked my little heart out last night. And I said, you know, it was a reason for me being here. Um, and I got to do this more often. Like being um, home base is great, but it's also mm-hmm. limiting. You know what I'm yep. saying? So I'm choosing to get outside, not just personally, but also professionally. Like, because there's, there's money to be made, right? In Literally in my backyard. Yeah. That's what's up. In the spirit of money to be made in the backyard. <laughs> we got to go. Now I'm going to piggyback off that, though, because oh. I don't think I spoke about it yet. So recently I had, you know, I promoted a local event. Mm-hmm. And um, so I promoted a local event and we I did about three weeks of promotion. You know, we registered like 60 folks, but I'm like, yo, I don't know who's going to show up for this thing because I had never done it before. My wife was with me and in the beginning it was like nobody was there. Right. But I mean, it was like 15 minutes early. Like nobody was there. I'm like, damn, I don't know what to expect. But five people end up showing up. Right. Who were ideal clients. And we had a great presentation. Everything was set up perfectly. Um, Some folks are going to do some business. But the fact that I just went out there and did it like, you know what? Let's focus on right here in my backyard and let's talk to these folks that clearly are ideal clients, but, you know, don't get the opportunity to connect with people, you know, do some networking. So it just changed my perspective on how I want to approach my business next year in terms of really getting out here and just, you know, doing stuff for folks right here in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Some people want to show up live and have a connection and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, that was exciting for me. So that was definitely a moment um a, a nice little uh moment in my business that's definitely gonna help us you know move the needle in 2024 that's crazy. Like, thank you for sharing that though mm-hmm. because you know as judgmental as we can be in our own businesses right the fact that you were super transparent like i had five 60 registered i had five people come if other and there are people listening there start. are people listening that would have had five people come and would be ashamed or embarrassed to share that. Listen, five is more than zero. And he just said they turned, they're converting into clients. All you need is one. That's it. Because they got friends and they're going to tell a friend. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for sharing that, Mike, for real. And now we got some data. Now we got some data. You know, now we know how to move forward 
to the next time we do this thing, you know. So that's exciting. Exactly. I, appreciate you. And I think I'm, I'm blessed to know you now, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that's why I think our next the next episode should be like the I, what do we say? Is it done is better than perfect? What yeah. we got on the because I think for all of us, especially right now, there are so many things that we're literally just doing. I mean, we have intention behind it, but it's like, let's just get it done. We can optimize it and improve it later. Because some people get stuck in the, oh, but I want to have this and I want to have that. And that is that is a setup, a complete setup. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Then I, I went outside last week. Regular net networking, I just I know I need to do it more. I just be feeling weird, but I've been I've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like the YouTube for you though, and that's that's long term. That's long term yeah. content. I love it. So I'm excited for that. Send some folks to the YouTube channel and learn some email marketing. I, I will. I'll <laughs> just type my name in YouTube. Actually, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dope episode six. Now we wrapping up. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. And um, talk to you guys soon. Peace.